Welcome, everybody, to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider on God's green orb. Blue, well, more blue. It's more blue than green. And there's some white, depending on what side of the earth you're on, how many clouds are in the sky. Um, But if you're also standing on the earth and you look up, then it's probably mostly a blue orb to you. Hmm. The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is an art showcase and comedy show. It's the world's only mandatory podcast. I believe in you. If you're listening to this, I think you're a strong person. I think you're a sexual person. I think that if you aren't sexual, then I think you have the potential to be the most that you want to be yeah. in life. And I love you. And I will kiss you on the lips if you ask me. Seriously. Wow. Anyone that walks up to me in public, say, hey. But you have to specifically cite this. Mm-hmm. Say, on episode 56 of the Michael Debris Variety Hour, you said, if I came up to you on the street anywhere and said you want to kiss me on the lips then you would and i will do it oh god i'm gonna regret that <laughs> i'm gonna regret it but you know what uh, it's a, a decision has been made on all on all parties and that's the way it's gonna be it's time to make out as they say it's time to make out it's december it is december 4th Burr. there's only 27 days left i didn't have to think about it i knew off the top of my head exactly how many days so quick there were left i know yeah i mean i'm incredibly intelligent yeah mm-hmm. and and it's it's crazy you know the the stars yeah are going to be in line next go- year you know i was just gonna say that yeah they're gonna be in line because it's mm-hmm. an even number yes even they only align number. on an even number years. yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be good yeah very excited so you know what everything's gonna be fine next year you know this year last year they've both been kind of wild it's well, like, it was an odd number. What do you expect? Yeah, but last year wasn't an odd number. And last year was kind of oh, wild, too. Oh, that's true, yeah, yeah. What was more wild, 2017 or 2016? Seventeen. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. 2016 was like a tragic year. There was a lot of l- losses and deaths. In the, Yeah, everyone died. Everyone, everyone, everyone died. died. Everyone died. Terrible. But, yeah. And as a, as, a, as a person in Hollywood, you probably felt that real hard. <sighs> you know what? When I think about all of the beautiful shining stars mm-hmm. that we lost in 2016, sad. There weren't a lot of uh, great stars that were lost in 2017. No, fuck them. Yeah. They're the worst. There were yeah. some interesting people like Bill Paxton. That was sad. I was like, who cares about the rest? You know? Yeah, I think that's it. That's all I cared about. Little too. Peep. Oh, Little Peep. That little, one hit hard. Little Peep. 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 Little, little, little Peep. Little, I like to call him Little Peep. Little Peep. Yeah. Oh. It's well, a personal thing. In case you guys don't recognize this famous voice oh, that is sitting next famous. to me, she is Sherry Tipton. Oh. She is a former child star, yes, and yes. she is the founder of Fancy Baby. Fancy Baby. Mm-hmm. Oh. So let's 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 go back. I know a lot of people know a lot about you. you you've been in the public eye since how long? How many years? Like thirty. Well, my fr- it's funny that you asked me this. <laughs> my first role, I played the baby in Beaches. Yes. Oh, I was. When uh, was that? When did Beaches come? Oh, out? Uh, eighty. 82. 82, yeah. Yeah, Bette Midler, Barbara Hershey, even uh, that chick from Big Bang Theory was on it, too. R- the the main woman, Penny? The, no, the other one. Uh, the smart one. No idea. No idea. I don't watch that show. Sheldon? No. The, no. No. Blossom. Blossom, yeah. Blossom. Blossom. So, you, so, yeah, how old were you? You were... I was two days old. Two days old. <laughs> wow, is that, is that illegal? <laughs> Uh, no, I was like, no, I really wanted to do it. I was really passionate at two days old about acting. And really? And my parents supported me. And you were conscious at two days old? Yeah. It was an odd, it was an Do you remember year. making this decision? Um, yeah, vividly. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. You have an incredible memory. They literally checked me out of the hospital. And so, like, did and they discover right you the or did you discover theater well, in art? I was told that my wailing voice was so captive great cadence oh my god so good and that the director his wife was given birth next door mm-hmm. and he's like oh fuck <laughs> my kid fuck this, kid. <laughs> this kid's great he had been incubating that kid for nine months to be an actor and it just did not work and he's out. like we're shooting in two days no i know it didn't work out mm-hmm. which brings me to my new company is why i started fancy baby mm-hmm. 
is because, you know, if I was around when the director's baby was born, things might have been different. Yeah, he, the baby might have not been forgotten about. No. Whatever happened to that baby? You know, I think it died. Yeah. Right then and there? There was no one there to catch it. <laughs> you know, the, you got to get back to work. Yeah. It's just, it is what it is. The doctor trusted him. You know, it was the 80s. Yeah. There was a lot of babies coming out in the 80s. There was. And not very great medical care. Not a lot of great babies either. No. Terrible babies. There's like, if you you look at the people in their their 30s now, a lot of them really suck. A lot of them. Yeah. Not all of them. Almost. Well, you don't suck. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. So after your your role in Beaches, uh, you, you were kind of a rocket ship i did of roles oh like, newborn babies. you were the macaulay culkin of, of child actors i was i was actually in home alone too yeah really the second one i actually did not know that yeah well there's a scene where um they're panhandling on the street because in the second one they're in new york city right? yes so better, better i would say better than the first one i would say so too mm-hmm. no one agrees with me on that thank it's, you that's great yeah so when there's a scene where they're panhandling on the street and a rich lady walks by with a stroller mm-hmm. and there's just like the most precious little newborn baby oh no, that was me wait why were you? How were you? See, that's how good of you were as a child actor. I did. I was four years you were, old. Yeah. Well, no, you were. You would have been like ten years old. Oh, ten. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Doesn't change. Yeah. Well, you do still. Look, you still look like fifteen years. I did. Well, they than did that are. thing where they put my head in a hole and just. Kind of oh. Baby. So it was just my face, but I did little cute things like. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry, I don't like baby noises. It just it upsets me. <laughs> the, well, point, the trick is to make your mouth look like a butthole. Oh. So Trump must be very good at it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey! You he know was what? in that movie. Oh yeah, he, yeah was. he was. He was in that movie. I did. I got to meet him yeah? as a ten-year-old infant. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Hey, what did he say to you? You know, he said one day I was going to be a fantastic lover. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, did you know? Was right. Yeah. Did you know that the the skin on your lips is the same type of skin that's on your butthole? Yeah. Cool? No, I've actually replaced my lips with oh. my butthole skin. <laughs> it's a service. It's a service we offer. <laughs> It's a service you offer to the baby, fancy baby, fancy clients. Baby. Yeah. Uh, we'll get we'll get to that because that's you. very interesting to me. Let's let me write yeah. that down. Butthole lips. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. On babies. Yeah. Um, we prefer to call it um, anus relocation. <laughs> so, when did you start? As you, as you were you were in like pretty much it seemed like every VHS. Yeah. Like at least oh. like big VHS film, yeah, that involved a child, yeah. Until VHS Full House came out, Full House, yeah, that Full was House. the end of my career. That was rough. Well, you know, I auditioned um, to be Little Michelle, and um, the role was as good as mine. And then those stupid little fucking ingrate Olsen twins showed up, and you can't compete with two of them, Michael. No, there's too many. There's... Well, th- th- that's the interesting thing is like. The reason that they had to do the two, the two of them, they had, the, and they did it with a lot. They do a lot of child stars is, with twins, is because there's labor laws with children. Mm. But that didn't really seem to apply to you. Well, I was a twin, but oh. then I knew that I wanted the spotlight to be mine, so I just <laughs> sucked it into me. After birth, wow. <laughs> yeah, after birth. Wow. <laughs> How did you absorb your twin after birth? Very carefully. You just, did you literally consume, like, eat? Well, I wouldn't say eat, because I think that's crass, but um, I would say lovingly took into my mouth. Mm. It's just a... <laughs> great. You unhinge your jaw? Yes. Yeah. Well, Is yeah. that Was that another, like, uh, apparition? Um, no, I was born with that, but that is a service that I do offer great. on Fancy Baby. Yeah. Um, so... Interesting. Really interesting. Super cool life. Yeah. So, But yeah. Since, so, since you were technically two people... Yeah, what I is, got away with it. Yeah, and what, I got double the paychecks. Too. What is your twin's name? My twin? Mm-hmm. Her name was mm-hmm. uh, Clarel. Clarel. <laughs> so, it, uh, and she's not, you absorbed her, but she's not conscious inside of you, like a second person. No, she's not. As I mean, I do, sometimes know. my heart does beat twice fast, and I feel like that's little Clarel giving me a nudge. Yeah, you don't think that might just be like a, a heart palpitation? <laughs> No, I have a very strong heart, Michael. Great. Very strong heart. Great. Well, that's good. Anyone working with children should have a strong heart. Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah. So after adults should have a strong heart. Yeah. So after your uh, uh, career ended, uh, <laughs> your, your childhood career, that must have been a huge blow to you. Um, I was forced to walk the streets. I was Just 11 like years you, old. You were forced to go for walks or you were yeah, homeless? Yeah, before um, when I was doing all this work, I would have people carry me oh. around at 12 years old. Oh. Um, and then I had to actually use my own feet. Uh. And ugh, what a burden. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, it just must be like a confusing ass. Like you, you're, you're a twelve year old infant. Yeah, and I, you're just now being told to walk. And yeah, that must have been rough. I really, I, it was very hard on me. Yeah, I walked at least a mile that year. Ugh. that is rough. So you, uh, when you, uh, so you had like at least you, it was like ten more years before you actually started Fancy Baby. It was, yeah. So and, what did you do during that time? Well, I did some soul searching. Um, I went to my parents' beautiful cottage, and I was looking through their chest, uh, this cavity mm-hmm. chest. Yeah. That's what we called her. My mom's cedar chest, a cavity chest. It was really cute. Yeah. And I found all my baby pictures. And, you know, I just felt really lucky that I was such an incredibly beautiful fancy baby. Mm-hmm. And I decided that, hey, you know what? Maybe my calling is... Being a fancy baby. Making, making other fancy babies ba- fancy. Yeah. yeah. So when you started Fancy Baby, yeah. like it was it got off to a rocky start. You know what? People were not happy about it. No, no, not they're at like all. babies are pure, babies are perfect as they come out. Yeah, like oh, like enjoy. You don't you don't get to, to special order. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. People. But that's what was people the, were saying. That's yeah, what people were that saying. was the opposition. But to me. you disagreed. I absolutely disagree. You should be able to special order your baby. I think we should customize everything about our lives. Like, you put a lot of work into your baby. I did, yeah. Just like anyone. Anyone yeah, puts oh, a lot yeah. of work into their baby. Yeah. Why why not go all the way with it? Why not That's really true. customize it? That's true. Well, the actual reason that I started it was because I have a few kids of my own. Uh-huh. And I only kept the, the best-looking ones. Really? Yeah, and I regret that. I regret, regret getting rid of the others. Yeah. So yeah, I wish there was like, something around for me to make them fancier. Yeah. And then so what happened them. to them? Did they, are they done? No. I just gave them away. Yeah. Yeah. Just to anyone? You know. Did any the of them become fancy uh, after? Well, one did um, hunt me down. Yeah. A few years later. Hunt, like, actually. <laughs> Literally. Hunt with you. a gun. Yeah. yeah. He's not fancy. No. no. No, no. I don't regret that one. No. That one deserved to. Prison time. Prison time. Lots of prison time. He's yeah. there now. Yeah. Great. How's he doing? You know, I don't check on them. I don't really care. No? No. Fair enough. They all have the same dad? That's a very personal question, Michael DeGree. Well, this is a personal show. Okay, well, if you're forcing me, and which, you, by the way, you are forcing me by holding mm-hmm. that knife. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's a mandatory pay. podcast. All of my children have different fathers. Oh. But before you judge me, I did that because I wanted to make sure I had the most beautiful, pure baby. Oh. And by testing out all the different yeah, dudes gotta, out there. Yeah, you gotta, you can't, how can you be sure? No, there's no way. It's like, it's it's like, you gotta, you gotta like, attach the head to a dead body before you attach it to a, a living body. Attach you know? the head to a dead body. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, cadavers. this is just my thought journal. You, if you're doing a head transplant, yeah. you got to do it on a cadaver, okay. and then you got to move on to living patients. Transplant. Thank you for these ideas. You're welcome. These are great. That's another good idea for Fancy Baby. I like it, yeah. Attach a dead baby's head onto yeah. another dead baby's head. Well, yeah. I'm sure there's some hoops to jump, but I think that's doable. Why not just attach a head to a head and then forego the body entirely? Now <sighs> ah, we're talking. Mobility. That'd be a fancy baby. It would be hard for them to move around. Yeah. I don't know well, how much just work roll, they'd be able to they get. They just roll them around. <laughs> yeah. And you wouldn't, I mean, they'd be more of a trophy or anything than anything. Yeah, you wouldn't really take it out in public, I don't no, think. No, you could. Like a ring. Put it on your finger? Mm-hmm. Aww. So. Yeah. Uh, so when, so like you, you, as you were working on Fancy Baby, a lot of people were really critical of it. But then you made uh, Jacob Tremblay. Fancy. Yes. The uh, the child from Room, mm-hmm. uh, very famous child actor. Super now. familiar with him. Yes. Yeah. Um. Well, when well, I'm sorry, I, his first name again, I forgot. Jacob. Jacob. Yes, of course. I'm sorry. Jacob I call Trumbly. I call him J Star. Oh. So uh, when J Star first came to me, you know, I gotta say, one of the worst looking babies I've ever seen. Really. Terrible looking. How do you judge a, a child's, a baby, a newborn baby's appearance? I have a kit. Okay. Okay. In my kit, I have a ruler. A ruler. Where, a ruler where I measure the cement, the symmetry of their, symmetry face. Of their face. Yep. And I use a compass too. Mm-hmm. And then I use crystals. 
crystals. Yeah, so if I put crystals on their forehead, and if the crystal vibrates... Then they're a good-looking baby? They're a good-looking baby. But if the crystal just is still, you get a serious uggo on your hands. Oh. That is r- rough. <laughs> so... I don't play around at family. So, baby. like, what is the... Pro- so, you decided the child is... is, he was is tra- and his parents were so, you know, determined to make him the J star that he is now Mm -hmm. that they paid me a shit ton of money. Really? And I fancied their kid up real good. (laughs) And now he's, now famous. he's amazing. He he's does all these. He does the room, like you said. Yeah, he and did, all he's the in other Wonder things. out out. Yeah. Uh, it came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's probably still in some theaters. And he he's been in tons of TV and he's doing great for himself. Amazing. You also did all the Stranger Things kids. I did. Yeah. That was not easy. Yeah. We actually removed Dustin's teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the set of teeth he was born with were not good. And I said, hey, listen. You got 13 years before they all fall out. So here's what I'm proposing. We take them all out, and you make them a cute little gum baby. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it worked, yeah, right? Yeah. That's what you think he's of huge. when you think of him. Yeah, he's huge. Oh, he's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hair's fake, too. Plugs. Really? What did his hair look yeah. like before that? None. None. No hair. He had just like a little... He was a baby after all. He was a baby. <laughs> but I had to speed up the process yes, a little bit, yeah. you know. So we full head of plugs. Very curly. <laughs> very cool. Yeah. He's probably my favorite project. Really? Absolutely. That's how you refer to them as projects? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't, like to, I don't like to get too attached. Yeah. <laughs> because eventually they grow old and forget about you. Oh, are you okay? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it looks like you did get attached. Dustin hasn't called in a while. Yeah, his name is Gaten. <laughs> I refer to him as a Stranger Things name. I do. I have little pet names for all my projects. Uh, what's uh, What's your pet name for Finn Wolfhard? For Finn? Yeah. For Finny Finn? Yeah. I call him my little shark boy. Shark boy. <laughs> that little shark boy. All right. Uh, and uh, what about Selena Gomez? Oh, Selena. Yeah, she's oh, a big one. Oh, yeah, she's a real big one. Mm-hmm. I like her. And, and she was like, uh, she was a little bit older when you. She when was. You I her. actually did reverse her age. Yeah. <laughs> First age. How old was she when you started? You... Well, when I started working with her, she was four weeks old. Okay. And I said, listen, my cutoff is three and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we actually um, went in there with a bone saw. <laughs> took about a millimeter off her legs. <laughs> At the foot? You know, right above the ankle. Right above the ankle. Yeah. Great. And then she's a star now, so yeah. I mean, look who's laughing. Yeah. Nobody's no laughing. One, no. no one is laughing in this room. No. And uh, Yeah, like, uh, does she ever call you? No. What's your pet name for her? No, oh, my pet name for little Selena. Mm-hmm. My little brown-eyed bushel bun. <laughs> wow. Justin calls her that now. Justin Bieber? Yeah. They don't talk about it, I don't think. They no. broke up a while ago. Oh, they did they? You don't. <laughs> wow, she should. She should go and love herself. That's what he says. Oh well, I hope she does. I hope so. I hope she's so an too. amazing girl. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. he was saying fuck, like in sub subtext. Oh, oh, so he was being rude. I think so. What a nasty. Well, he says, I got, like, if I got a hold of if you like the way you look so much, you should go and love yourself. But, but it's he meant like, to say fuck yourself. Eh, yeah. You know what? If I got a hold of Justin when he was a prime three week old baby. He would be a huge star. So right you now. didn't work on Bieber. I didn't work on Bieber. Wow. No, and that's why he's doing so terribly. I don't think he is. <laughs> I think he's doing really well. Is he? Is he? Yeah. Is he though? I last I heard he was in a cult. A cult. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't think so. It's called. It's a church he goes to. <laughs> Catholicism. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Justin Bieber cult. One of the rules at Fancy Baby is that you cannot be affiliated with any organized religion. Oh. He yeah. is in a cult, apparently. <laughs> you see, and you were questioning. Post me. Malone says. Well, Post Malone says it. Justin Bieber's megachurch is a total cult. Well, when you're right, you're right. What about Post Malone? Do you ever work with him? No. Yeah, he's not very fancy. No. He's definitely not. He's not uh, fancy baby material. No. But he's, mm. you know, can't touch them all. I wish I could, though. Yeah. <laughs> Our next guest that <laughs> will be joining us. And you, you are uh, very... You have a kind of a presence about you that is hard to describe. It's like a feeling. It's like a. It's like if cottage cheese turned into like, uh, like if you evaporated cottage cheese, um, that is the kind of feeling that you get. And I mean that in the most complimentary way possible. 
Well, I, I take that in the most complimentary way possible, and uh, that's not the first time that I've heard that analogy before. Really? Hey. Uh, your your name is uh, Ian. Ian. Ian Dundee. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you're a middle school teacher, and you've turned uh, the you former middle school teacher turned youth pastor. Aye, uh, mm-hmm. that's right. Um, I grew up in uh, Scotland, and I had a bit of a troubled past. You know, mm-hmm. I you know maybe wasn't hanging out with the best kids, and uh, I hadn't yet found my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I grew up Anglican, but it was like you know the only time you talk to God is on you know the holidays. And mm-hmm. Don't really like you got to call him. Mom says to give him a call. R- right, right, like that. And uh, so I joined the military because uh, I was in a lot of trouble as a kid, and I tried out for the uh, SAS, but mm-hmm. uh, I failed at the search and escape uh, section of that. Uh, I got a, a, a thorn uh, right through my uh, scrotum. Oh, and uh, that was just a bit too much for me. Another fellow had the same thing happen to him, and he kept going. It was just. It was, it was too much for me. Uh, and then after the military, I, uh, I had to do some soul searching. I came to America and started teaching kids. Oh. Uh, and oh, then before, sh- oh did you ever get that thorn removed from your scrotum? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Just making sure. Just uh, want to get a full say, picture. If you didn't get the thorn removed, I can do that over at yeah. uh, Fancy Baby. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, but uh, after uh, that, I, st- I started developing a, a better re- relationship with our Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have to say, I, I don't mean to uh, judge you because only uh, God can judge, but uh, I think it's a bit wrong. It's against God's will to be uh, altering babies like that. It's... I guess you, you get that a lot. I do get that a lot. You know <laughs> what? And that's the number one question that people of faith ask me mm-hmm. is how dare I mess with God's plan and design? Mm-hmm. And you know what I say? How dare God? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting a little emotional. <laughs> How dare God make such ugly fucking babies? Well, I mean, uh, God has a purpose for everything. And, uh, you know, we can't all be perfect, but we're all perfect in his image. So uh, I disagree. I, I, I think it's kind of thwarting God's will to change mm. that. Interesting. You know what? I think I'm doing God a service by making his children just a little bit brighter. Yeah. How, how, who are you to say, uh, Anne, that... God is not working through her hands to improve these babies, if it's all God's will. That's a, that's a great question, and uh, I just did a sermon on this uh, for my youth group mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, doing God's will versus doing the devil's will, and how oh. do you know? Oh. No, uh, how do you know? Sometimes it's not clear, mm-hmm. and so I think we really have to spend time in prayer and mm-hmm. reflect and meditate upon our actions. And uh, do, do you... Let me ask you honestly, mm. do you really think that you're improving the world Yeah. with your service? Oh, no question. Let me ask you a question. You walk into a grocery store, right? And, right. you know, you look down and you see all these beautiful babies. Mm-hmm. Full head of hair, full set of acrylic nails. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, wow, the majesty of the Lord is here. <laughs> but then you go down the street. To the other store, you walk in, you see a whole bunch of fat, ugly babies with fucked up teeth. And you're just like, God, the devil is here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I think well, I'm making them in God's image, actually. Well, uh, look at look at nature. There's all sorts of beauty in nature just by itself. And no one has to go and make a tree prettier for it to be um, pretty. Christmas. Excuse me. <laughs> I thought you were a man of God. Christmas is God's holiday. Christmas is God's holiday. The Christmas tree basically is God's fern. Do you think does God is God upset when we put ornaments and and stuff on the Christmas tree? Uh, I I know that's a that's a bit of a contentious issue within the Christian community, but um, Mm -hmm. and actually, uh, my uh, denomination does not celebrate Christmas (laughs) really uh, because of its pagan roots. Interesting. So uh, we we think it's a bit blasphemous to celebrate in Christmas. Interesting. What is your? It's vain to dress up a tree and give Jesus a birthday. What is your sect? Uh, I'm post American evangelical. Okay, I never heard of that before. Post American evangelical. It's it's new. It's it's fairly new. When did that start? Uh, About 2016. 2000. So this last year. Yes. 2016 was a big year. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, and and were you involved in the the creating of this uh, particular denomination? 
Well, uh, I had a, a spiritual leader, and uh, he didn't really identify as Christian at the time. His name's uh, Greg McKenna, and he's the one who started all this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was, I was in a group with him, about 20 other people, and we gave up our material possessions, and we all lived mm-hmm. together in this uh, commune. Mm. And uh, then he had a re- revelation from the Lord, and it gave him the ideas for a post-American evangelical. Is Justin Bieber in this? Uh, yes. Uh, oh, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. yeah. I. I Justin it. Bieber is such a great kid, and he prays before every set that he does. Really, he is such an inspiration to today's youth. Yeah, I it, disagree. You don't. You don't. I don't agree. I don't think he's a very good role model. I mean, you're his just face, on Selena's side. I am on Selena's side, but also I've studied Justin's face, and it it's not symmetrical at all. Well, I mean, look at how their careers are doing. You got Justin, who's a, a man of faith, and he's. He's doing quite well in his career. And then you have Selena, mm. who's taken some of the devil's pathways, you know, yeah. with her promiscuity. And she's doing awesome. She's doing pretty well, she's too. She's doing great. Well, I taught her that promiscuity that, at three that's weeks old. That's your opinion that much. she's doing great. I said, Selena, if you want to make it, you got to have some sex appeal. Three weeks old. She was like, yes, bam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now, in my my church, we do believe in child brides, but uh, you have to, <laughs> you must be married first. It, it must be right in the eyes of the Lord for oh, it to happen. Wait, you have to be married before you can take a child's bride? Well, no, no. He's saying you have to. Okay, all right. He's saying that you have to be married first before you, you know. Oh, have yeah, sex before you have sex. Have yes. you ever been married? Um, no, I I struggle with that a little bit. That's, Are that's you celibate? It's not exactly celibacy. I have some unnatural compunctions, and uh, I I try and deal with them as best as I can. Uh, huh. it's, it's my personal struggle, you know, mm-hmm. my jihad. <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask. You're 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 upset that I was asking personal questions about the the fathers, and True, you're asking yeah. some really like. I, I don't think sex is personal. You don't think so? No. Well, it is like a two-person job, so I guess it is. Not, not always. Good. It could be three. <laughs> more. Or more. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most you've ever had sex with at once. Twelve. Twelve. Great. <laughs> the dirty dozen. The dirty, <laughs> dirty dozen. So, Anne. Well, let, let me ask you. Yeah. Have you ever been married? Oh, no. All right, then. Oh, no. My money. I have so much money. You're still practicing. And, uh, yeah. And fancy baby that I'd be afraid that uh, he would uh, take it all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How rich are you? Is this going to go off the record? No. Seventy-four billion dollars. <laughs> Seventy-four billion dollars. Yeah. Wow. Do you get residuals off of all the the, the clients that you have? I do. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. why. That's where the money is. Yeah. You got to get them young, mm-hmm. and then feed off of them for the rest of their lives. But... Kind of like I did with my twin. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Your yeah. life is a metaphor. You know. Your life. Is I a do metaphor. what I can. So, uh, Ian, let's let's go back a little bit. Let's, let's step backwards a little bit. Uh, and talk about your time as a middle school teacher. Uh, where did where did you teach middle school at? Uh, that was in uh, Southeast Michigan. Southeast Michigan. Uh, so the Detroit area. Around? Well, uh, a little bit uh, further down in Milan. Milan. Do you know Milan? I'm not familiar. No. Oh, right. It's it's a very uh, rural area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I really like the kids because they they're uh, out in the country. It's a bit different than mm-hmm. the city folk. You know, yeah. they they have um, Some... slower pace of life. Yeah. They're, they're not as uh, bombarded by so many messages that are uh, sinful. Yeah. it's I, I like it out there. Billboards. Not a lot of billboards. That's right. That's right. Hmm. What is the most sinful form of messaging? I, I have to think it's a, you know, a instant message. Just any instant message. So text or... I mean, most messages yeah. are instant. Yes. Unless well, it's a pigeon. I think uh, instant messaging is... Uh, is rather vain, you know. Uh, if you're doing something that takes no effort, why are you doing it at all? Yeah. So right. you're, you're referring to like texting, Facebook Messenger, Google Message, all that, e- even Instagram. I include Instagram. that in there. Oh, so all social media in general. Yeah. Interesting. Because it's instant, and so there's no labor involved in it, which makes it mm-hmm. too convenient. You don't think social media it has any positive uh, aspects? You know, there's we sometimes we use social media to spread our message, mm-hmm. 
but uh, I don't think you'd really get anything accomplished until you talk to someone one-on-one and spend yeah. time with them. Yeah. And so when you were teaching middle school, like, what what happened that made you want to, you had to, you needed more out of life? Well, uh, I had a, a troublesome child, uh, a young girl. Uh, she was uh, maybe 12 at the time. Oh, I probably shouldn't say her name. Uh, Go ahead. But her name was uh, Angela. Angela and, what? Uh, Basket. Okay. Angela Basket. It's a, you know, in in the country, they have last names that are named after, like, what they're related to, and her, her father made baskets. Was, um, but she was having trouble because she, she said, I, I don't want to make baskets for a living. I think yeah. I want more out of life. Yeah. But that's I, her legacy. I didn't know how to deal with a question of that kind of nature, and so yeah. I, I started looking in at myself. I'm like, why am I a teacher? How did I get here? What is all this about? Yeah. Uh, and then I found uh, Greg McKenna, who uh, the, the critics of him will say that he's the town drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I think of him more as like a philosopher king. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gave me some answers into spiritualism and why we're all here. Um, and so I started following him. And uh, I was involved in an intimate relationship with him. Wow. Uh, really? And, and you were not married? No, that, this was before the, the whole uh, post-American evangelical oh, thing. Oh, okay, okay. And so I really liked that aspect of the cult because I had always felt that that was missing from my life, mm-hmm. that, that kind of connection with other men that you don't really get these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're afraid to give a man a hug. You're yep. afraid to tell a man that you love him. You're afraid to kiss a man on the mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not something that we get out of life, but I feel like it's missing in... in in today's yeah. culture. Not enough kissing on the mouth. No, yeah. And like I said, I reiterate, if you see me in public, mm-hmm. kiss me, uh, tell me, and I'll, I'll kiss you on the lips. That's great. Yeah. I really like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when, so, when the uh, post-American, post-American existent- evangelical uh, <coughs> um, began, are you, are you okay, Sherry? <laughs> you know, I'm really trying here. Do you need some water? Oh, I'll be okay. <laughs> you see, it's, it's my trigger. What? I have a trigger. What is the trigger? Uh, anytime anyone talks. Oh. <laughs> I get choked up. Oh. Okay. Well, do you want us to stop? No, I'm good. Okay. So, uh, so Ian, um, when when the this denomination began, did you notice what kind of changes did you notice in yourself? Well, uh, there was the uh, withholding aspect, like the sacrifice that I had never had before in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, because I, I really valued my relationship with Greg. Mm-hmm. And once he had the I'm revelation. Sorry, what was his name? Greg, Greg McKenna. Greg oh, McKenna. Greg. And mm-hmm. uh, he had this revelation, and uh, I believe in it 100%, but he cut out the, uh, the, the aspect of man love in oh. it. Uh, he said that that was forbidden, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I found new strength in that by you know withholding my desires. I found that I became stronger as a person. Mm-hmm. Isn't that called edging? I, I'm not familiar with that. Term. <laughs> well, well, I think edging, it is. Yeah, edging is when you masturbate, not to completion. So you were in a relationship and not to you were edging a relationship. What do you think that? Would you say that is uh, accurate? A, a, some summation of your I, situation. I don't feel comfortable thinking of it. I mean, in some that people way. have to pull on the balls <laughs> to keep the from the completion happening. So it feels like Greg, right, was pulling on your relationships. <laughs> Sherry, I think you might be being a little too crass for our friend Ian here. Was he a teacher? Oh, he's a pastor. The pastor. <laughs> Sorry, Father. <laughs> That, are you okay, uh, Ian? That's that's all right. Uh, it's you know it's only been a, a year now since uh, this whole thing started, and it's 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 still difficult for me. I struggle with it daily, having mm-hmm. to uh, withhold my unnatural compunctions. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're unnatural, though. You know? I don't know. I think I think you're kind of stopping who you're supposed to be there. Well, I and just like with fancy baby. <laughs> What about Fancy Baby? I'm getting there, Michael. All right. We bring that baby to full completion. <laughs> no. Well, no. It, 
you know, I, I, I still think that there's value in, you know, not doing everything that you want to do all the time. That's what oh, our culture I think is that's, like. I think that is a very good point. And I think that you could stand to have some of that in your life. Oh. I think you'd like, have a more satisfying life if you didn't just do everything that you wanted so to. So don't follow my every compulsion is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. I think you could use that in your life. <sighs> sounds I, I think you're an unhappy person. Oh. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, aren't we all a little unhappy? I think everyone Super in this room unhappy, is a little yeah. unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think true. there's anything wrong with I'm that. I'm probably the least unhappy. No, you're pretty You're pretty happy. Yeah. This, you got it sorted out, though. You're yeah. all about kissing strange men on the mouth. And Anyone. And it doesn't have to just be strange men. Yeah, he's I, strange I think women. You, you've got it, your life together. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Have you considered starting a, perhaps a religion of your own? Uh, I well, have. I have. And... Yeah. Um, I just, you know, getting Patreon accounts together is, you know, it's a whole thing, and it's like it seems like a lot of taxes too. Yeah, it seems like a lot of work. Yeah, the taxes and seems like a lot of work. But I think I could do religion. I think that'd be fun. Maybe like the baby boys. Oh, the baby boys. We could partner up. No, I can make all your boys. You don't seem very religious, Sherry. I'm not. Well, I mean, I believe in stars. Yeah, (laughs) we all do. And even numbers. Yeah. And that's about it. That's yeah, about that's it. all I need. Oh. Crystals, obviously. I have oh, one right now. Oh, don't, don't get me started about that crystal nonsense. I almost interrupted you earlier when you were talking about putting the crystals on the baby's head. What is that sort of nonsense? You don't have like you not, crystals. Have you not been noticing that I've been balancing this crystal on my head this whole time? That's how I can stay so calm. Oh, I thought that was glued. I just don't, <laughs> don't look at things. I don't acknowledge things that upset my reality. Hmm. So if I was to touch you right now with my crystal father. Crystal daddy. Crystal. If I was to touch you with my crystal, what would happen? I, I'd block it out. I'd ignore it. Really? You'd go into yourself. That's what I eat. Would you withhold your anger? Would you edge your anger? <laughs> well, you know, it's not my place to judge others, but uh, I think God would be very cross with you if you uh, were to do something like that if you were to pr- provoke people unnecessarily but crystals are just a part of nature crystals are a part of the devil whoa oh. <laughs> whoa oh. wow that, that is paganistic nonsense and you're corrupting the youth with your crystals and your acrylic nails and we do wigs too <laughs> hair plugs hair plugs and yeah. a full set of teeth no, I'm, I'm, and remove I'm, teeth. I'm sorry teeth. that I was so stern just no, then. Okay. I apologize okay. for that. I actually kind of liked it. Yeah, that was fiery. Yeah. Have you ever been in a fight, Ian? Oh, I, I when I was young, I used to scrap all the time. Yeah? I loved it. Did you ever uh, kill anyone? Uh, Not in America. Oh, okay. Well, that's so all I care about. Yeah, that's all I care about. That's good. But I, if we're telling personal stories rather than my uh, sexuality, we could talk about the, uh, you know, my time in the SAS, sort of when I was a younger child. Uh, uh, you know, I could tell you more detail about the scrotum injury. Yeah, please. Well, uh, I'm going to m- too much detail on this. So uh, I was doing this search and evade exercise where they're trying to capture you, and it's your job to, to hide, yes. right? Uh, and it goes on for several weeks. Uh, and we were walking along this road, and we knew it was kind of dangerous to walk along a road because people can see you there. It's not concealed, but uh, mm-hmm. we wanted to save time. And it was uh, two of us, and the, we saw these headlights come up, and we just jumped right over to the edge into this hedge grove. And both of us, both of us, thorn right in the scrotum. How, how, how <sighs> was it the same thorn? No, it's it a different thorn. We are not stacked scrotum. It was a scrotum. <laughs> no, it was not like that. But we, we got the same injury from jumping into this hedge grove. Oh, and, uh, Did that bond you? Well, it, it did, but, uh, you know, I called upon God and his help then, and I still wasn't religious then. I was like, God, can you help me sort this out, because this is killing <laughs> Hey, I know we don't talk a lot, but I'm in a pickle. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and he didn't do anything, and so I got a lot of anger towards God, and I, I just said, you know, screw all this. I'm done with the SAS, and I'm off. But uh, the other guy, I mean, we both had the scrotum injury, but he went on to be quite good at the SAS, and yeah. so I kind of resent him from that. Yeah. I still deal with my, you know... How come I couldn't make it? It's, it's a difficult question for me, but uh, the scrotum injury was quite uh, interesting. I, I still have was a hole. That, was right that your calling? It. Because most priests and say that they are pastors. I'm sorry, say that they are called. So was the scrotum injury your calling? 
I think that was the first time that I realized that I needed to improve my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, can you go into further detail of the scrotum injury? Like, where on the scrotum? What? How big was the thorn? Well, is is a Did great it puncture a thorn. testicle? Uh, no, uh, thankfully it, it missed uh, both of my babies, but uh, it was about <laughs> babies. It was about a quarter inch, and it went right through, and uh, the hole so big, and uh, you know, I stuck out in the forest, you know, crawling around for weeks. <laughs> yeah, I still got the hole in it. Oh, it's right through. You can stick your pinky through it. If really, you want. I like it. I mean, well, <laughs> uh, it's interesting. That's, that's, that's it's a weird sensation. So you would say that this thorn made a physical adjustment to your body, one that God did not intend to oh be there God. from the beginning, and you like it. I don't think Is you're. That... I think you're misunderstanding his point. I think you're misunderstanding. No, I, I understand what she's getting at. You know, uh, she's making a good point. Oh but, really? Oh my God! Do I have uh, a converter? You know, but it was it was an accident that it happened. I did I did not intentionally pierce my scrotum and change God's plan. You and know, if it was, he had intentionally pierced your scrotum, that would be bad. That would be bad. Okay. Right. There's no body modification in post American evangelicalism. Got it. Oh, okay. No tattoos. No. I had to get uh, half of my back skin removed because I had um, a dragon tattoo. Oh. And he was chasing a butterfly. Was... <laughs> oh, wow. The boy with the dragon tattoo. Yeah. That's and so now, how, how does your back look now? It kind of looks like Africa. Can we, can we see? Oh. It? Yeah, you can see it if you yeah. want. I'll just pull my it? shirt up. Oh, that looks exactly like Africa. Yeah, it looks real good too. It's great. That's like you could have convinced me. That's like a tattoo of Africa. Yeah, that's wild, isn't it? Yeah, you, know, you could kind of draw eyes on it, and it would look like a, a fancy chicken. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. Too bad it's against your religion. Uh, it is. It is. But um, I like to have a laugh, you know. Yeah. You know, I show the kids in the youth group my scar, and uh, I let them draw on it and turn it into a little figure. It's it's good amusement to have yeah. the kids drawing on you. Is it, is it tender? Uh, not anymore. No? Okay. No. I, don't, I don't like to sleep on that side because of how sore it was for so many years. Yeah. Uh, it's just like you grew out of that kind of muscle memory. Aye. Mm-hmm. Well, we are going to be welcoming our final guest now and he's uh he's a very fascinating man a very fascinating person uh and so everyone uh, welcome dr sadsack uh-huh. his name is paul batista are you um, a medical Hi. a medical doctor no the the the, the doctor is a misnomer it's actually they wouldn't grant me a go ahead a, a degree in sadsackery oh i'm sorry uh, so, uh, so Dr. Satsak, you mm-hmm. are a, uh, you have an insult hotline that you're starting. Yeah. What does that mean exactly? Well, people call in and, uh, they insult me and I, uh, just take it and I, uh, I don't get defensive. I, I will from time to time, but people can just be like, Dr. Satsak, stop being defensive. And wow. Would you say that you like the abuse? I, uh, I would say I need the abuse. Wow. You need uh, it. Yeah. My, I'm recently divorced, and, uh, my wife, uh, ex-wife, uh, she said I was getting too defensive, and I couldn't take criticism well. That was her number one reason for divorce. Do you think, do you agree with her? I don't know, but oh. I'm hoping this hotline helps me to uh, discover yourself. Yeah, and mm. maybe listen more. Yeah. Mm. And uh, have you have you have you actually started it yet? Have you done any test runs? Uh, not yet, actually. Would you like to do a spoof do round? Some tests, here? Yeah. yeah you guys want to? guys want to go around the table anger. and? I mean, as long as it's a free game, you know, and you're not yeah. going to hold it against me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll give it to you, good boy. I can, you know, I can feed you if, if it's just uh, if you're running out of steam or uh, I can tell you more about my life to pick apart. But All right. uh, let's let's go here. Let's uh, pretend like it's an actual call. Okay. So uh, we just we just insult you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, welcome okay. to the insult hotline. I'm uh, Paul Batista, Dr. Sadsack. Uh, unload on me. Um, Dr. Sadsack, mm-hmm. you look like, uh, you fell in on, you fell into an oven and it was, it was turned on and you, no one helped you for a while. 
and then you lost all interest with human life and you lived in a cave for four years and now you uh, work at a plant. I'm glad I look employed. (laughs) Thank you. Next caller. Um, Dr. Sadsack, was it right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Paul hi. Batista. I bet you made a real ugly fucking baby. You probably I can't were have so children. Ugly. No, no, you as a baby, not oh. making babies. I bet you were an ugly baby. I bet baby. you oh, were an ugly oh, baby. Oh. That's yeah. better. The back knee, everything. That little cradle cap that some ugly babies get. Still had the umbilical cord attached. And you grew up to be one ugly big guy, too. But have you ever heard of Fancy Baby? <laughs> Next caller. Thank you. I have not, but I will t- look into it for retroactive modifications. <laughs> Thank you. Next caller. Uh, hello there, uh, Paul Batista, Dr. Sadsack. Uh, you're a great big baby of a man. <laughs> hey. Like. That's why you don't have a proper degree from a pro- proper university, is they don't give degrees to babies. <laughs> right? You're, you're a great big baby, and your wife wasn't a pedophile, and that's why she wouldn't sleep with a big baby. <laughs> oh. Oof. That's why she hated you. And your face looks like a scrotum pulled over your head. He would know. He would know a lot about scrotums. I, I know a lot about scrotums. Thanks. My wife is a better person than me. And my face. Ex-wife. Yeah, don't forget that. She left you. So let's go a little bit more into your uh, your life, Dr. Uh, Tadzak. Sure. So uh, that was very good, Ian. It was really cool. There was a new energy. Well, no, I I mean, when I was a child, I used to goad other people into fights for fun. You know, that that was my passion. So thank you for letting me relive that part of my life. You you were great. You did an excellent job. Um, so tell us a little bit, uh, tell us about when you were young, uh, Paul, you, uh, when you were a child, what was life like? Uh, I was a quiet child and I kind of stayed to myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, again, not taking criticism too well. Mm -hmm. Uh, even the most modern, modest thing, like. Hey, you're not allowed to be in here yet. Would set me off, and I would just cry for days in the closet. Sad. Pretty sad. Mm-hmm. How old are you now? I'm 35. 35 years old. You look really bad for yeah. For I was going to guess 64. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you kind of smell like a, a can of weak old ravioli. Oh my god! <laughs> once you once you get the father out of the cage, yeah. you can't get him back yeah. in. <laughs> Yeah, it's all good fun. It's all good fun, right, Dr. Sadsack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to help other people, too, you know? Everyone's so angry in this country. Some people just need someone to unload on. You know, I don't want people to feel bad for me, either. Some people might be like, wow, that was really harsh. Yeah. And I know I feel the same way, mm-hmm. but I'm not... I'm not a pastor. I'm not a person to look up to. I've done some bad things. Um, let me ask you this. Has your hair ever not been uh, patchy and thin? You have like three different bald spots. Yeah. In spots where your colleagues aren't even. I'm just, I'm just hanging on. <laughs> yeah. I, now, so see, now I am starting to feel a little bad. I'm just hanging on. You, have, you look really upset, Dr. Well, Sansek. I steal from collection plates. I was just going to ask how you release all that negativity. That does not make me feel better. Uh, How does that make you feel, Ian? Or or should I say Father Dundee? Thank you. Uh, The collection is there for the needy. Yeah. And so if he's taking out the middleman, I can't really complain about that. Well. (laughs) I mean, what are you doing with the collection money? You know, I have a big nest egg that I inherited it, so it's like I don't really even need it. Oh. Sometimes I just kind of throw it in a sewer drain and then <laughs> hope for the best. You so know? you're not, you wouldn't say you're a good person? No, definitely not. No. I kind of do it for the thrill. I'm just waiting for someone at the church to confront me about it, but everyone feels so bad for me that 
It's understandable. Well, I, I don't know why people put me on a pedestal. People, people put sad people on a pedestal. You know, you feel bad. Yeah, but there might be a reason they they're sad. Yeah, they, they don't know. They're probably bad. They don't people. know who I am. Have you ever thought about like going to a hypnotist or something like that and finding out where that pain is in your a life? Hypnotist. A hypnotist. Listen, it's a hypnotist. <laughs> I know this because I, I listen to the stars. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I go to a therapist. Yeah. Oh, how's that going? Good. She recommended that I uh, yeah. start this hotline as a way to... So how's the hotline going to work? Are you just going to have your cell phone on all the time and whenever someone calls you? The technicalities are still being worked out, but yes, yeah. there'll be some way to... Uh, to get in either through a phone number or like discord maybe or mm-hmm. interesting or a skype maybe i'll have different avenues what, what so do you have any plans for expansion if this just like takes off well, like we'll maybe see hire if my, some more doctors we'll see if i can even take one episode we'll <laughs> see how harsh the feedback is yeah and uh if people even call in that would be the uh the most ultimate defeat if nobody called in. You look like you've been crying a lot. Uh, my eyes just are constantly puffy. Did you do an anal relocation onto his oh. eye, eye, eye sockets? Oh, you know what? Anal skin is so tender. I wish I had an excuse for these eyes. Yeah. yeah. Like anal relocation. Mm-hmm. Well, anal relocation is very time-consuming and expensive. You seem hungry when you talk about anal relocation. I am, yeah. For some reason, I always want a bagel. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Ian, do you have any uh, questions for uh, Dr. Sadsack? I, I do, I do. Uh, so sure, how, how sure. are things going with your therapist? Do you think that that helps at all? Uh, how long have you been seeing her? Well, it's a recent thing. Yeah. You know, I haven't been handling the divorce that well. And, uh, yeah, I feel like it's going, I feel like it's going well. But mm-hmm. I feel like she doesn't. Uh, the therapist, she's not uh, as harsh as I feel you deserve. she needs to be, yeah, mm-hmm. as it deserve. Well, I got another question sure, for you. Sure. Uh, rather than steal from the collection plates, would you consider going inside and listening to the message oh, here we go. of the Lord rather than just staying outside and taking from the collection plates? Nah. Is that something you consider? Nah, because I, is... I think you're right on the edge there. Nah. You, you got you're this, edging. You got I'm this, edging with the Lord. You're edging with the Lord right now, and you've got just, this just whole a... suffering thing down. And I think if you came to uh, my church, you know, we could really tear you down and tell you how terrible human beings are. Just all of us are complete hey. shite, and mm, then we can shite. give you the spirit of the Lord to help sustain you. Listen, there's nothing wrong with edging with the Lord. Just make sure that you don't go to completion. <laughs> Because this guy runs a cult. I don't know if you know this or not, but Justin Bieber is in that cult. Oh. And before you know it, you're going to be married to an 11-year-old girl. Yeah, see? That's Ian's very not true. A, yes. well, that's very true. I can guarantee you. Well, then maybe I don't want to. <laughs> you're not Dude. interested anymore? I don't think I was ever interested. No. Really. <laughs> you're just being polite. <laughs> I was just being nice. Oh, Dr. Sorry. Sorry. So you're already learning. Wow. Well. Yeah, learning to be polite. Thanks for the suggestion, though. Yeah. Ugly piece of shit. Thank you. Well, our doors are always open, and we would love to tear you down. Yeah. We'd love to do that. And tear you up. The church is welcome to call the hotline and do is what it, it needs to do. Is there a, a fee for calling the hotline? No, it'll be absolutely free. You can oh. tear a man down for the cost of nothing. Well, wow. have you the con- cost of your time. Have you considered doing conscious. like a hashtag campaign, and then people could make YouTube videos insulting you and use oh, the hashtag on wow. it for someone who doesn't like social media stuff it really feels yeah, like you're like really... I mean, this is already bottom of the barrel i'm not making things worse <laughs> by making things worse <laughs> thank you thank you you're, you're, uh, i thought you would be the most complimentary but you have actually torn me down the, the most of all. That's, that's right. <laughs> yeah. We need to get to that that's bottom. That's kind of the you're basis right of the organized you're just, religion. You're right edging there. it with the Lord, and you need to hit rock bottom, and then yeah. you can get the yeah. spirit inside you. you got to know what the worst looks like before you can feel the best. Yeah. That's true. Thank you. You're welcome. 
you'll get there. You're not there. I mean, you're 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 pretty shit shape, but you'll get to yeah. your worst soon. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't mean to make you cry. <laughs> no, I'm just. You know, if you come see me, I will for free. I will remove your tear ducts for you. <laughs> and you yeah. don't really work I, on uh, no, we do that. Yeah. Well, you know, I you never see a crying baby get cast, that. do you? No, no, that's true. I might need to take you up. Well, I, I do feel kind of sorry for you, and I'd like to say that if you didn't look like a prolapsed horse's anus, <laughs> I would give you a kiss on the mouth, man to man. Thank you. That's a great compliment. <laughs> That's... That was really nice. He said he would kiss you on the mouth. Yes, if, there's but... a possibility, so things <laughs> well, are looking I... up for... Paul Batista. I think you'd have to work with uh, Sherry a little bit before that happens. Mm. I'll make. What you... could you do for him? Well, you know what? It's funny you say that because I'm actually thinking of opening a sister company um, to Fancy, Fancy Baby. Daddy. Fancy Daddy. Oh my god! <laughs> have you been reading my journal? Mm, yes. Okay. Cool. Your um, live journal. Fancy Daddy, because I think that people should be taken care of for all their lives. Mm-hmm. So even when you're old and disgusting, like mm-hmm. Sir Doctor Sad Sack over here yeah. is clearly. I have not been knighted. Yeah. Well, thank you for and, putting a status on me. I mean, honestly, though, do you embarrass people? Like, you, people that were close to you? I've, I've farted on the bus and planed it on the elderly before. <laughs> See, very That's a embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. So, my job would be come in and make you fancy, mm-hmm. little sexy, too, maybe. And that way you won't embarrass everyone around you. That's true. People don't mind if fancy people fart on them. No. no. Oh, God. They if like you, it. If yeah. you fart with a top hat and a monocle, you're good as gold. People will pay you to fart on them. They would pay you to fart on them. What a dream life. Yeah. What What do you think? You think you're going to be her first customer for Fancy Daddy? Yeah. Will you be my Fancy Daddy, please? Please. I don't know if I could handle the failure if it didn't work. Oh. That, 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 I think it's a maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a maybe. If I, I, I think you've kind of changed my mind on how I, I think about uh, this fancy baby fancy oh, daddy wow. stuff because uh you know with the children maybe it's a little different but you clearly put in your time suffering you know and uh, so i think maybe it's proper to cure this abomination of a human that you mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. with uh, a fancy daddy kind of thing i'm glad my h- horrific appearance has changed your mind on an <laughs> I issue think, you were yeah. very against i think the stars Thank have you. aligned and the crystals powers had worked to bring us together today because if I saw you when you were a baby, I would probably just toss you out. There's no help in that. But now, as I see you as right a Right in the grinder. Right in the grinder. Well, we have a swamp out back. Oh. Well, I can't really talk about that on the air right now. But, um, uh, but I would. I would take care of you now as a grown man. <laughs> that's nice of her. Yeah. Thank you. How much has he got to pay? Oh, that's $7 million. $7 million? <laughs> yeah. Just a cool well, $7 million. You have a nest egg. You do have a nest egg, and plus you're my taking... nest egg is fifty thousand dollars. All right, we gotta go. Oh, that's not really off, good. off the table. All right. I mean, it's a lot to me. Wow. Well, your study has really moved me, and uh, the church has some assets of its own. We could maybe uh, create a donation for you. Oh, oh, that's right. He's got that Bieber money at his. Church. Yeah, you got that Bieber maybe money. Maybe we could uh, skim money off of the uh, public schools in Milan into yeah. a, that account. That wouldn't you. hurt. That wouldn't hurt. I'd be willing to do that for I'm you. I'm really that's excited awesome. about this. Thank what you. do you say, uh, Paul? Anything to better myself. Right. Well, we'll get you taken care of, Paul. Anyone have any uh, questions for Paul before we go? Any last, any, Paul, you have any questions for anyone else here? Uh, no. <laughs> you look defeated. That's just my normal, though. That's We're... This is my default, so don't. Yeah. Don't feel bad. We're going to turn that smile upside down. Literally, we're going to turn it upside down. Turn that new, smile upside with down. With a new, new set of lips. We'll turn that. Uh, how's your butthole? Yeah. How, is it in good condition? Do we need to get a fresh butthole? <laughs> is your fine? Is your fine? I mean, I do have butthole donors. Everything needs a lot of work. <laughs> All right. You got butthole donors, huh? I do. Yeah. How's that work? It pays pretty well if you're interested. Ten grand a pop. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. Call me in. Give me that butthole, baby. Do I get? Okay. I'm in. You can have it. Deal. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. You have been a remarkable <laughs> bunch of people to talk mm. to. Um, and thank you for for listening. We will be back next week with Emily Wood, Hamtramck artist. Have a wonderful a day. Bye. Mm.
gaze upon she Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.